man, it's a damn shame that uh, the podcast wouldn't it was technically broken for a couple weeks there, man. I really wanted to talk about those games. Yeah, it's almost like I couldn't get a hold of you for three weeks, and uh... <laughs> you know that's weird, dude. That's weird. You know, I was here. I wanted to, I wanted to break down the Cowboys uh, losing to the New York Jets. I called but... your called your phone. It wasn't. It wasn't. You know, it said the number didn't exist anymore. Uh, the mail got returned for uh, no address. I was looking in casinos, morgues. Um, I just, you know, had well, look, uh, well, it's weird. Well, I don't know who that is. My name's uh, Christoph Jorgensen. Uh, a guy named Andy Gatelli went on a shooting spree after that last game, and uh, well, he's no more. So, anyway. New host here, but for serious, uh, yeah, man, no, the uh, those those last couple of weeks were rough, um, and between life getting in the way and the depression of those games, I'm kind of glad we didn't record anything that was said. It probably wouldn't have been very good. Yeah, I know we differ in that during losses, I need I need the pod to vent, and you you just love the wins to come and come and speak Super Bowl six talk and sunshine and rainbows. Definitely, definitely. Um, <laughs> but yes, we did miss a few weeks. We we do apologize to our faithful, our faithful boys will be boys clan. Um, I received many texts. We are we are okay. We are we are alive. We Andy looks like he has seen the sun in recent days. So I think we're doing. We are okay. back. Uh, you know, call us uh, call us bandwagoners that we're only returning after a. 37 to 10 drubbing of the hated Philadelphia Eagles, but it is what it is. Uh, I promise that we will record a pod after the next loss. If there is one, now that the team's back on track and preparing for their Super Bowl run, will we ever lose again? That question and more on this episode of <laughs> boys will be boys. I'm Andy Gatelli, Benjamin T Walker, and we are so happy to be back. We are so happy to be a win. We are so happy that it's a win. Against the hated filth Adelphia Eagles, they were doing a uh, lot was, of chatter I, before this game. They, they were, were. I was worried about this one. We were coming off of probably like one of the worst losses I've seen in like ten years for the Cowboys um, against a truly terrible team. I mean, the the Jets were flat out bad at everything involved in football, and they you beat the Cowboys up and down the field. You weren't impressed by their thirty-three to zero loss last night against the Patriots. I can't say that that uh, made me feel any better about our performance. No. <laughs> yes, um, that was ugly. I, I had the luxury of missing that game. I was at the State Fair. I actually took it for granted. I was me and my girlfriend were trying to play in the State Fair, and I was like, well. If there's any game to miss, I guess it's the Jets. I mean, God, it's the fucking Jets. They suck. We'll be fine. I'll catch the highlights. And couldn't really get much service inside of uh, the State Fair, Cotton Bowl. My phone was starting to die. I was receiving panic texts from Andy. Panic texts. Yeah, from I, I dipped at like halftime. Me, Cassie, went to ACL. I couldn't <laughs> get data service inside the festival. And so, like, I was getting texts from, like, my dad and, like, some other people that were just, like, those horrible texts you get that are just, like, Wow. And that's it. You're just like, oh good. That's that's a good sign. And like, yeah, I mean, obviously they made it closer, but it was a it was a pretty big beatdown. Um, well, you know, my Roku's behind 
and this was actually the game before, I guess, against the Packers. And one of my buddies, uh, a Zach, texted me and he goes, fuck. And I go, damn it, I'm two minutes behind. He goes, well, you're not going to like the next two minutes. <laughs> and then we it's the worst feeling when you know something bad just happened and you just are sitting there watching it. It's like, you know, that you're about to witness a car wreck and not be able to do anything to stop it. And that's that's how I feel when I get texts when my screen is behind. It was the worst. Uh, so we had all that. The Cowboys had lost three in a row. They were three and three coming into this game against the Eagles. Uh, the Eagles were also three and three. They had just lost to Minnesota. Uh, but Doug Peterson, the head coach of the Philadelphia Eagles, had gone out and kind of stupidly, in some opinions, guaranteed a win, uh, saying that uh, they were going he to come down. We feel good about our chances, and we're going to leave Dallas in first place or something like yeah, that. Yeah, we're going to go down there. We're going to win the football game, and we're going to be in first place in the NFC East. Um, it did not turn out that way. He did get retweeted by freezing uh, or cold takes, that great Twitter account. Old takes. Cold takes. Yeah, yeah. I, I do like that account. Um, <laughs> and so, yeah, the Eagles came into Dallas. Uh, you know, Dallas really, I, you know, I saw sounds from the sidelines, and they, were, they showed a clip of DeMarcus Ware uh, before the game talking to someone on the sidelines, and he just said, this is that kind of game. It's who are you? Who are you? And I think that's about as good as you can put it. This was a game where – Dallas was going to discover what this team was really made of. Who were these guys? Were they the team we saw the first three weeks, or are they the team that got killed by the Jets? So during that three-week hiatus while we were gone, one topic above all others rose out from the the fray of angry fans, and it was uh, one of our favorite times of year, Andy. Fire Jason Garrett chance. Oh, I do so love it. You can set your calendar to it. About... Seven weeks into any season. Yeah, yeah. And they were loud after the Jets game. People thinking if we lost to the Eagles, would Jerry really can him heading into the bye week? Um, I think Jason's impenetrable. He's going to be here when I'm 50 years old. But that being said, there was a lot of chatter. Head coaches, his hot seat got a little less hot, Andy. It's like somebody, it's like the, the pan was... It was on high, you know, and it starts boiling over, and you run over yeah. to it, you're like, oh, shit, and you got to, like, turn it back <laughs> down to medium. So, yeah. That's well, what he is. You know, this is classic Cowboy shit. You knew that with their back against the wall, because if they lost this game, it was like kind of like the season was kind of a loss, and so you knew, like, the Cowboys can't let you off the hook that easy. They're not going to let you stop caring, like, seven weeks in. They're going to make sure you get back on the hype train, ride a couple wins, and then inevitably break your heart in the playoffs. So they got to get there first. Yeah, it wouldn't uh, be a Cowboys season if we were out of it in October. You know? No, no. This is uh, this is where they look like they can contend. So, And I hate uh, to call this a must-win, but with all those factors and the fact that winner was going to be first in the NFC East, the fact that Philadelphia has a much easier home stretch schedule than Dallas does, it really did feel like a, about as much – must win a game that a October game can mean for NFL. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and so, yeah, it was two, three, and three teams battling for first place in the division. Uh, the Eagles did win the coin toss, uh, and Doug Peterson trying to kind of uh, maybe take advantage of the Cowboys having started slow and maybe uh, upsetting the trend of his team starting slow, uh, decided to take the ball first. Um, so right out the gate, uh, Carson Wentz to Nelson Aguilar for six yards. This would prove to be a troubling connection uh, for the Eagles. Nelson Aguilar had a somewhat 
uh, disappointing game to some Eagles fans. We'll get to that later. I'm going to say that they don't really like Nelson Aguilar in Philadelphia. He's not their favorite. He's not their favorite. Uh, so, But on this play, he did get six yards. Uh, second and four, Jordan Howard runs for three. Uh, and on third and one, uh, Wentz, little quarterback sneak up the middle for a yard. So they go first and ten. Uh, the dogs are trying yeah. to kill themselves outside. Uh, and, he's, and he's got a new puppy back there. So sorry, uh, folks. Uh, they warned for home, home turf real quick. Yeah, mom, mom just got home. So, you know, they're just like, I want pets. I want pets. Um, so that gives them first and 10 on the Philadelphia 35. Wentz tries to go deep to Jeffrey. Uh, that is incomplete. Uh, almost a flag here for uh, pass interference on uh, Cheeto, but they c- picked up the flag, which that was a relief. I thought it was going to be one of those games again. Goodness. So. And then on second and 10, uh, Wentz goes to Dallas Goddard. He turns up field, gets eight yards. Gets stood up by Leighton Vander Esch, and then Jalen Smith sticks him hard enough to dislodge the ball. Fumble, Malik Collins falls on it, and uh, there you have it, Cowboys ball. And that is the first time that Dallas has started a drive in the opposing team's side of the field. Astonishing. The the closest we in the NFL through six weeks that had not started at least one drive in plus territory, as they call it. Yeah, I think the only the closest we had come was that interception against the Saints on their first drive, where we started on like our own 48. So it was just over the line into Cowboys territory. Um, and so now you're like, okay, great. Cowboys get a turnover, but they have to capitalize. Um, so Cowboys go out there. They're on the Philly 45. Uh, Dak dumps it off to Zeke. He gets seven yards. They run Zeke for two. Then Dak does a little run himself for eight. This was awesome because it was supposed to be like a QB sneak, just diving for one yard, and Dak just kind of like tanked his way for eight yards, which was sweet. Uh, that gives first and ten on the Philly 28. We go Elliott for three. Uh, Dak hits Elliott for a five-yard pass. And then on third and two, I loved this play, man. I really did. little fake jet sweep uh, from shotgun triple option style flip over to Tavon Austin, who burns the shit out of Orlando Scandrick for 20 yards and a touchdown. Yeah, this was a beautiful play call. I'll give that to Kellen. I'm glad we, we saw some wrinkles. Um, they bring Tony Pollard in, which a lot of people have been clamoring for Tony Pollard to get more snaps. Lord um, knows I love some wrinkles, Ben. Yeah, and a, a little triple option. They fake the handoff to Pollard. Dak then pitches it to Tavon, who in open space, Tavon is as good as anyone. Um, and I love this for a lot of reasons. Uh, one, obviously Philly wasn't ready for it. And two, I always criticize the Cowboys for not seeming to put their players in the best position to succeed. And this was using the strengths of Tavon. I mean, he's not yeah, he's not excellent. You're without, uh, well, I guess Cooper played, obviously, he had a great game, but he was banged up. You're without Randall Cobb, so your normal slot guy's gone. And Tavon can't do the same things. And so they actually adjusted to the player that they had in the game instead of just plugging the next guy in the lineup and ran a little wrinkle for Tavon Austin. A beautiful 20-yard touchdown run, man. And it, it was it was beautiful to see. Absolutely. So six plays, 45 yards. Uh, Cowboys score first. It's 7-0. And just like that, the Eagles' decision to take the ball first kind of bites them. 
Um, but they they are going to try to come back strong. So they get the ball again. They start from their own 10 after a really good uh, coverage by the Cowboys. There's a uh, holding call on the kickoff return uh, by the Eagles. So they start on their own 10. Um, they run Miles Sanders uh, around the right side. He gets tackled by Awuzier and Malik Collins after a six-yard gain. And then uh, second and four from the Philadelphia 16, Tank Lawrence does a nice little move around the outside, swim moves his guy, Lane Johnson, uh, and strip sacks Wentz, drops the ball, uh, and Antoine Woods is right there to dive on it. So back-to-back possessions where the Cowboys get a fumble, forced, and a defensive tackle dives on it. Yeah, this was great to see from Tank. He had also, for some reason, was in Cowboys crosshairs. I think whenever you get a massive payday fans just automatically, if you're not sacking the quarterback every play or you're, you're now washed, but he was getting a lot of criticism from a lot first of career fans. sack against the Eagles. Yeah. First career sack against Lane Johnson. Um, he'd been close a lot, but he got by him. It was also the fastest recorded sack of the week. I saw that Andy. So Ooh, tank got there quicker than anybody else. It was a beautiful move. Strip sack and the defense finally coming up two big plays, man. Two forced fumbles um, give us great field position and we capitalize quickly. Absolutely. So the Cowboys get the ball in the Philadelphia 14, hand it off to Elliott. Zeke goes 14 yards immediately and questionably scores a touchdown. They uh, they review this. Uh, they say his knee was down before he broke the plane. Um, so they put him on like the one inch line. Uh, Dallas just hands the ball back to Zeke. He pounds it in from the one. Um, he ran so hard plays. in this game, man. I texted you earlier this week saying that eh, it seems like at least once or twice a season, Zeke will single-handedly win this game. And he didn't single-handedly win this game since we kicked ass, but he was running. It was probably the best he's looked all season. Absolutely. Um, so it's 14 nothing Cowboys, uh, and we are – nine minutes left in the first quarter. So this was six minutes into the game. It's already, they're already down two scores. Um, it, I'll be honest. It was weird to me. The Eagles didn't seem to adjust much based on the situation. They still ran the ball like a ton through this game. Um, they had more runs than passes midway through the third quarter of this game, which was really surprising to me given they were down by almost 30 points. Um, I, they just don't seem to be doing Carson Wentz very many favors. No, and their coaching staff is also heavily under fire. Um, they were heading into this game, and now even more so. But, you know, they 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 kept running the ball. They were down a bunch in this game, and it, was, it wasn't until the fourth quarter, and granted, spoiler alert, we were already up about 25 points at that point before they actually had more passing attempts than rushing attempts in this game. So I don't know what their play call was, but they were really committed to try and beat Dallas up in the run. Maybe it was something they saw in the Green Bay game. I don't really know, but yeah, they questionable play calling all all day from from Philly. The uh, so with nine minutes to go in the first, they do get the ball back. Uh, this would be the only scoring drive uh, as far as a touchdown goes of the Philadelphia Eagles day. Uh, they get it on their 13. They hand it off to Jordan Howard for three yards. Second and seven, Wentz uh, tries to throw a screen pass to Jordan Howard, but he gets stuck by Van Der Esch for a three-yard loss. On third and 10, Wentz throws an incomplete pass, but there's a roughing the passer penalty on Jalen Smith. I thought this was really weak, man. It's one of those that would never have been called 10 years ago, maybe not even five years ago, but now you just can't even, you can't even come near a quarterback's head 
Like his hand gets up there. I guess by the new rule, it's roughing, but it just looks so weak in replay. You're like, man. Yeah. Okay. So the refs bail the Eagles out on this. They get a free first down uh, at their own 28. Uh, Jordan Howard goes up the middle for 16 yards. Um, on first and 10 from the 44, Wentz tries to go deep to Alshon Jeffrey. Uh, there's a penalty on Xavier Woods for unnecessary roughness, which he led with the shoulder. It looked like a clean hit to me, but they decided that the receiver was defenseless. So yeah. yet another one. Um, so first and 10 of the Dallas 41. Uh, Jordan Howard goes for seven yards. Howard goes for eight yards. Howard goes for a two-yard loss because of Demarcus Lawrence. And on second and 12 at the Dallas 28, Dallas Goddard catches a nice pass from Wentz uh, for 28 yards, scores a touchdown. It was a good pass. Um, honestly, like, this was the only time it was a one-score game. Um, I, the refs made the vast majority of the progress here for, for the uh, Philadelphia Eagles. Um, yeah, I wasn't, wasn't too worried, but it was uh, the penalties continue to just be an annoying factor in a lot of our games. There are very noticeable major penalties in a lot of Cowboy possessions. Yeah, we've definitely shot ourselves in the foot in several games. Um, did it on this drive multiple times. Uh, the touchdown, though, that was just, it was probably Wentz's best ball of the day. I mean, it was just, it was pretty well covered. He just, he threw a, you know, no defense for a perfect pass. So, yeah. Um, so the Cowboys do get the ball back. Um, they start at their own 25. Uh, Dak tries to throw to Zeke, goes off his hands. They run Zeke for two yards. Uh, then Dak finds Randall Cobb for 14. Zeke runs for nine. Uh, Dak hits Amari Cooper for 12. Uh, and there's a defensive holding penalty that's declined there. So now we're first and 10 at the Philly 38. Zeke goes for three yards. Uh, and then on second and seven, this was really the play that killed the drive. Uh, Dak is sacked by uh, Barnett for a six yard loss. Um, Brings up third and 13. Now they're behind the chains. Uh, Dak gets pressured again by Sweat. He throws an incomplete pass, uh, and the Cowboys are forced to punt from the Philly 41. So that's unfortunate. Um, you know, we learned later in this game, that's well within uh, field goal range right there. We could have probably kicked that one. I Maher is such a enigma, man. He's he's so money from 50-plus yards. He's, he's super the money. the greatest 60-plus yard kicker in the history of football. Yeah, he he literally we'll get to it, but yeah, he has the most sixty yard field goals ever made and now what like twenty seven games he's played. So well, like it's he, incredible he's three, three, which is ridiculous. Like the other guys that have, have nobody nobody else has more than two and they're like two of five. I think he legitimately has a higher field goal percentage outside of fifty than inside of fifty. Yeah, I think he does. I think you're right about that. Um so yeah, the Cowboys punt here. Uh, they pin Philly at the, their own 10. Uh, Jordan Howard goes for one yard. Uh, second and nine, Howard goes for five. Uh, then they hand it off to Sanders for three yards. Fourth and one, they punt. I mean, this is another thing. It's like you're you're down a score. I mean, I know it's only a one-score game at this point, but like – You run three getting, straight times. Running three straight times, switching out backs, I guess. But like, yeah, that you basically just burned a possession there in a game that you know you might get behind here. Um, the Cowboys are moving the ball really easily. You need points in a hurry. Um, so they end up punting right there. Dallas gets the ball back with uh, 13.32 to play in the second quarter. Uh, Zeke takes the handoff, goes for 11 yards. Uh, first and 10th of Dallas, 40. Uh, Dak finds Gallup for eight yards. Zeke runs for one. 
Uh, Dak tries to run. He gets no gain on uh, third and one. But we decide to go for it on fourth and one at our 49. I like this call. Beautiful play call. They sort of fake the handoff to Zeke, get everyone, and then Zeke continues to run and, and a little dump off pass to him. It was it was really well designed. Another 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 fun play call on fourth and one as opposed to just trying to gash Pull the away. Yeah, exactly. Right. Um, so that brings up first and ten of the Philly forty two. Uh, this is where we gave Tony Pollard the ball for the first time. This was an awesome play. Uh, he gets hit in the backfield and has to put a hand in the ground, but he digs his way up, weaves his way through the whole defense, ends up getting eleven yards on a play that could have been a tackle for loss. Uh, Turned a little negative four-yard run into an 11-yard gain. Yeah, great play by Pollard here. Uh, then we do a design Dak run for seven yards, second and three at the Philly 24. Uh, Dak goes deep, hits Cooper for a 24-yard touchdown, uh, but there is a uh, holding penalty on Tyron Smith, uh, and there is also a offensive pass interference penalty on Mari Cooper. This offensive pass interference call, dude, I have never seen a flop like this outside of an NBA game. This was insane. Jalen Mills really sold the contact on that. I mean, it wouldn't have mattered because the hold was a hold on Tyron, but yeah, the OPI was just blatant on yeah, <laughs> blatant flop. Super, super ridiculous. But so it's that brings up second and thirteen. Um Dak goes back to Cooper. He gets nine yards. Uh, and then Dak finds Witten for eight. This was a great ball right here on third and four. He just Really threaded the needle on this one, finding uh, Jason Witten. Run absolutely. Run it to Zeke for a yard, second and nine. Uh, Dak finds Randall Cobb for 15 yards. Uh, Cobb tries to stretch out for the uh, end zone, but doesn't quite get there. Um, so that brings up first and goal from the one, and we do a nice little design play here. Dak bootlegs out and finds Blake Jarwin all alone, wide open for an easy pitch and catch, and the Blake Jarwin era continues for a I'm touchdown. Sure there have been more wide open players in the history of the NFL. I don't know if any have been more wide open on a first and goal from the one. Like he was literally yeah. on one side of the end zone with not a soul around him. There were there were camera angles where you couldn't see anyone but Blake Jarwin, which is weird. But it worked out great. So twenty one seven Cowboys um, and now it's starting to look like it might be this game might get a little out of hand. Um, the Eagles really need to come up with something on this drive or it's going to get bad. Um, 640 to play in the half. Uh, Eagles start at their own 25. Wentz can't find a target, so he scrambles. He gets five yards. They run Sanders for a yard. Uh, on third and four, Wentz goes to Dallas Goddard. He gets 12 yards. Um, this was the play where Van Der Esch got a little neck stinger. Um, he's supposed to be fine by the time we play New York, but um, just a, a play where he had to go out for a little bit, which actually made more time for Sean Lee to play, who Sean Lee had a hell of a game. Uh, yeah. Towards the end. We have we finally have some depth, man, and he's it's it used to be our defense couldn't function without Sean Lee, and now he can't get on the field. So um, he's definitely not the Sean Lee he was in his prime, but – Still a very smart football player, and I mean, obviously a loss losing LVE, but you know, I'm never, I'm never too upset to see Lee in the game. Absolutely. Um, so first and ten from the Philly 43, uh, Sanders goes for three yards. Uh, Wentz tries to go deep, uh, but it's just a throwaway. Uh, Antoine Woods is right in his face on third and seven. 
Uh, Carson Wentz is sacked by a free blitzer. Uh, I don't know how he didn't see Jordan Lewis. Jordan Lewis just came completely un- unblocked to the quarterback and took Wentz down uh, for an eight-yard loss. Um, that pushes them back to their own 38, fourth and 15, uh, and they are forced uh, to punt. Uh, so another drive with a drive-killing sack, and uh, the Eagles are in rough condition at this point. Um, there's two and a half minutes roughly to play in the half. Uh, the Cowboys get the ball in their own 20. Uh, Elliott goes for a yard. Dak tries to go to Cobb. It's incomplete. Brings up a third and nine. Uh, Dak misses a pass to Randall Cobb, but there's an illegal use of hands by Malcolm Jenkins, so they get a fresh set of downs. Yeah, uh, okay. I'll take yeah, that. Yeah, that was weird too. Uh, first and 10 on the Dallas 26. This play, this was a gorgeous pass by Dak Prescott. Uh, just throws a beautiful deep ball to Amari Cooper. Uh, is an amazing route by Amari. Double move that Razul Douglas bit on really hard. Uh, Dak gets, finds Cooper mix. 44 yards later, he gets pushed out of bounds. Um, that gets us to the two-minute warning. We're on the Philly 30. Uh, first and 10 from the Philly 30. Zeke goes for 16 yards. Philly where he juked uh, somebody completely out of his shoes. Oh, okay. yeah, this I is the cutback. Yeah, yeah it looks like he's about to lose three or four yards, and all of a sudden he just, boop, and then just shot up, which all these people in point out, like, Zeke doesn't break tackles. He doesn't make people miss, and he just, he did he did all the work on this. Uh, first and 10 on the Philly 14, Zeke goes for two. Second and eight from the 12, uh, Dak tries to go short to Michael Gallup. Gallup just doesn't come up with this one. I, I think this was a little bit on Dak, but it, it does hit Gallup in his hands, so he probably should maybe catch this ball. Um, but that brings up third and eight, and Dak goes to Elliott. It's a four-yard gain, uh, so that's fourth and four from the Philly eight. They just bring out Maher and let him kick a 26-yard field goal. So you would have liked... Uh, when you get to the eight, you would have liked to score a TD here, and if if uh, Gallup catches that ball, it probably is another touchdown. But they come away with three points, uh, and in a twenty-four to seven game at that point, not too bad. Um, now this is interesting because the Cowboys, you know, there's only a minute and a half to play in the half. Um, you probably think like they're going to go into this half hoping to be up twenty-four to seven, but they manage to both get off the field defensively and get another drive in, which is pretty amazing. So. Uh, the Eagles get the ball at their own 25. Um, first play from scrimmage, uh, Quinn, Robert Quinn comes in and sacks Carson Wentz. Robert Quinn has just been a monster. Six sacks in five games, leading the team. He's been amazing. Yeah, they almost had back-to-back. He got hurt in this one, too, unfortunately. Yeah, I think he's going to be okay, too, though. They said it's just a rib spasm, so he should be good to go by New York as well. Um Second and 18, Wentz tries to go to Nelson Aguilar, but Quinn hits Carson Wentz's arm on this one, so ball doesn't get up, come out right. Um, and then on third and 18, Miles Sanders tries to run. They get seven yards before Jalen Smith gets to him. Um, so they punt on fourth and 11, and that gives the Cowboys 22 seconds to play with the ball uh, to end the half. They start on their own 30. Uh, and this was just a great little drive by the Cowboys here. Uh Dak hits uh, Jason Witten for eight yards. They take a timeout, 17 seconds to go, second and two. Uh, Dak finds Jason Witten again for seven yards. Then on first and 10 from the 45, Dak finds Jason Witten again for 10 yards. I don't know how Jason Witten was open three <laughs> times in a row. That's They ran pretty insane. similar routes on two. Yeah, it was just it's t- this, ridic- this nine-yard out route over and over and over again. 
so they take their second time out. First and 10 at the Philly 45 with nine seconds to go. Uh, Dak tries to pass it to Witten again, but finally he's covered. Um, and so they take their third time out with four seconds to go on the Philly 45, and they bring out Maher for a 63-yard field goal. Uh, and Maher just straight up boots it through like it was not a big deal. They said it would have been good from 66 on the screen. Yeah, he peppered this one. I mean, it was dead down the middle, and I knew he was going to make it. Isn't that so weird with Maher? Like, if that had been a 40-yarder, I would have been like, oh, and we needed it. I would have been like, oh, yeah, man, I don't be, know. If it's one that we need, but you give him a 20-point lead, man, he'll, he'll start knocking them in from the other side of the field. Yeah. So the, they go into the half up 27-7. Um, at this point, I mean, the game is already kind of in hand. Uh, unless the Cowboys come out just really flat in the second half and the Eagles come out on fire, uh, you know, it doesn't look like things are going to go Philadelphia's way. Uh, so the Cowboys come out for the second half. Um, they get the ball in their own 25. They run Tony Pollard. Uh, he gets no gain. They run Zeke for four yards. Uh, Dak hits Amari Cooper for 13. There's a defensive pass interference call on Razul Douglas, but they decline it. Second and 19 uh, from the – that was on third and six, sorry. Uh, and then Dak is sacked for an eight-yard loss. He fumbles the ball, uh, but it is recovered by Travis Frederick. Um, so that's going to set us way back. Uh, we end up third and 30 at our own 22. Uh, and Dak just dumps one off to Elliott for seven yards. Uh, so on fourth and 23, uh, we uh, punt the ball away. This, yeah, as soon as we gave up, you know, one of those sacks, this drive was just not going to go anywhere. Um, but a six play, four yard drive that takes four minutes and 10 seconds, you're like, uh oh, like maybe the Eagles are going to come out here and actually like do something. Um, so the Eagles get their, the ball for the first time in the second half. They run Jordan Howard for six yards. Uh, second and four on their 21, uh, Howard for no gain. Uh, then they go Wentz to Jeffrey for eight yards. Finally seeing Alshon Jeffrey in this game. He was nowhere to be found. Uh, then they do a false start. So they're on their 24. They go first and 15. Uh, Wentz scrambles for six yards. Then Wentz goes deep to Aguilar for 18 yards, which, man, if only Aguilar had continued to catch balls, that he might not have caught the uh, heat he would get later in this game. Uh, first and 10 from the Philly 48, Sanders goes for a yard, uh, then Howard for nine. First and 10 from the Dallas 42, uh, Wentz hits Alshon Jeffrey on a deep pass for 30 yards. Um, this was kind of a broken play. Wentz managed to like run away from the pressure and pitch it downfield. Uh, so first and 10 of the Dallas 12, uh, Wentz tries to go to Ertz, but can't do it. Broken up by Jalen Smith. Second and 10, Jordan Howard up the middle for three yards. Uh, third and seven, uh, Carson Wentz throws it to Zach Ertz for six yards, uh, but there's a penalty on Lane Johnson for illegal use of hands. Uh, so third and 17, Wentz tries to go to Jeffrey again. That is incomplete. So they bring out Jake Elliott, kick a 38-yard field goal. Uh, it is now 27-10. to 10. Um, Unfortunately for the Eagles, that would be all the offense they would manage for the entire day. Yep, that was that was kind of their last best hope, and they ate a bunch of clock getting that field goal. I mean, by the time, I mean, it, it was, was like what, six minutes to get yeah, a field goal. Six minutes to get a field goal. By the time they kicked the field goal, um, there's only five minutes left in the third, and now you're down twenty-seven ten. I mean, that's it's a lot to overcome. A lot of ground to make up. Um, so the Cowboys get the ball back, and at this point, they're just going to 
chew clock because they're up by so much. So they started the Dallas 25 to go Zeke for eight yards, Zeke for seven yards, Zeke for eight yards, but there's a holding penalty on Tyron. Tyron was clearly like dealing with that ankle issue. He did not look like himself, caught a couple holding penalties, gave up some pressures. Um, hopefully the bye week will be kind to him. Um, so that brings up first and 20 for Dallas on the Dallas 30. Um, Dak hits Gallup for 12. Um, then Pollard gets piled up in the backfield for a four-yard loss. Brings up third and 12. Um, but Dak hits, uh, throws a little screen pass to Michael Gallup, who weaves his way for 14 yards, gets a first down. Great play to keep momentum going and the drive Great going. Play. That brings up first and 10 on the Philly 48. Uh, there is a false start on Connor Williams. Thanks for showing up, Connor. Love to see you, man. He's always here once or twice in the in – the, Oh, I'll, in we're the about to get to my new least favorite cowboy. First and 15, Tony Pollard goes for eight yards, but there's a penalty for offensive holding on Dalton Schultz, who seriously shows up once a game to just do a dumb penalty. He never catches the ball, never does anything cool, just does penalties. He's supposedly a good blocker, but uh, yeah. just bum Kmart edition Blake Jarwin, in my opinion. <laughs> He's not now, yeah. no. So we got first and nineteen in the Dallas forty-three. Pollard goes for six, uh, and then a scramble by Dak for seven yards. Third and six, uh, Dak just throws one down the sideline. Cooper looked like he was about a step behind his defender here, Jalen Mills, but then just burst at the last second, catches it out of bounds, like. Drags, toe drags for 28 yards. Beautiful catch and throw on both ends of this one. Um, so that brings up a first and 10 at the Philly 16. Zeke goes for three. Zeke goes for four. On third and three, they try to run it with Zeke again. Um, Zeke gets stopped in the backfield, and they get an offensive holding penalty. So they're now at fourth and five. Uh, Maher comes out, kicks a 29-yard field goal. They go up 30-10. to 10. Um and so now we are, we're about, we're into the fourth quarter. We got about 12 and a half minutes to go. Uh, and if anything is going to happen here for the Eagles, this is pretty much the, the cinching drive here. Um, first and 10 from the Philly 25. Wentz goes to Ertz for 14 yards. Uh, they go to the huddle. game by Zach Ertz, and he can yeah. kill it. Uh, they try to go back to Ertz on this one. Carson goes deep to Ertz down the sidelines. Uh, they call this a catch. It was very obviously not a catch. I don't know why this was called a catch to begin with. And then we challenged yeah, it, and they immediately, yeah. And then they immediately like they reviewed it, and they're like, "Yeah, clearly not a catch." And they're like, "All right, cool, thanks." Um, so second and ten, uh, Wentz tries to go short to Alshon Jeffrey, and Xavier Woods just breaks on this ball at a great time and snags it out of the air, gets an interception, and uh, that would be the third turnover of the day for the Dallas defense. Yeah, bad decision by Wentz. I mean, this was just – I want to say good play by X and sure, but this was just one that he's going to watch in the film room and be like, why the fuck did I throw that ball? Like, it was just – Yeah, well, really Dak, uh, Dak would prove that he would have one of those himself today. Dak, on- so, yeah, we two-yard run for Zeke right after the pick, and then Dak goes for the kill shot up 30-10 to 10 with – This was greedy, minutes. dude. This is yeah, a greedy throw. Just double covered Tavon Austin, who like, no offense to Tavon, he's awesome. West Baltimore's finest, but like, he's not about to like moss some dudes in the end zone. That's not his game. Yeah, this was as you said. This was just greedy. Dak going for the Dak going for the glory ball here, and uh, he's picked off quite easily in the end zone. Jalen Mills gets this ball, so and it's a touchback. So Philly gets the ball back. 
Uh, they get their first turnover of the day. They're on their own 20. They take a deep shot to Nelson Aguilar. This play will haunt Nelson Aguilar for the rest of his life. I don't know if the camera angle made it look worse than it was, but it definitely looked like so the initial Aguilar one- is wide open and has a step on Heath and just doesn't put his arms out. Yeah, not the guy we wanted one-on-one coverage, but the burner anyway. And so Wentz does a good job keeping this alive. And I see it. I'm like, oh, shit, that's going to be a catch. And then I was like, wow, that must not have been catchable because Aguilar just sort of gives up. And then they show the camera angle, and it really looks like that ball falls two yard, like maybe a yard away from him. Like definitely close enough to – I don't know, dive at it or jump at it. Like definitely, yeah, yeah. I mean, definitely more than if just you can't like, catch that. Even if you can't catch it, you got to like dive and make an effort just for the look. Cause man, he's getting torn apart by the internet the next day. Everyone's just like, we got to leave this bum in Dallas the whole nine. Oh yeah. There's some good, there's some good Reddit comments about Nelson Aguilar on this one. He's my favorite Eagle. He's been my favorite Eagle for years. Love the guy. Can't hope he's, hope he's a perennial Eagle. Like, they or whatever they have the bust of a first round pick except for their one super bowl run which everyone on their team gained superpowers and yeah. he had a pretty good year that year other than that he's I, been a complete bum i do i do so love the day after this game where like half of the philly fan base is just like we should just trade everything we have for foals right now like they're still they're still so in love with that guy that's uh, great i am so in love with that that Fools, just the big dick Nick was really the leader of this team. Yeah, dude, that's amazing. That's, dude, sucks to be Carson Wentz right now. Um, so yeah, Aguilar fully just gives up on this play, and they're now second and ten at the twenty. Um, on the next play, it's a weird snap and just hits Wentz right in the face mask and drops onto the turf. Carry uh, Hyder dives on it, fourth turnover of the day for Philly. Um, and clearly they're just at a point where just nothing can go right. It's just not going to go. Um, Dallas gets the ball. Yeah, on the what's funny about this line. little exchange, so they go pick, we go pick, and then fumble. And my cousin had texted me right after the Wentz pick and goes, honestly, Wentz or Dak? And I'm like, ah, man, I go back and forth, but I think, you know, we're kind of – he's like, yeah, I kind of agree. And I was like, but, you know, I think – I think Dak right now, I think Wentz may have the higher ceiling, and then Dak throws a pick immediately after, and we both just go, <laughs> okay, well, well, well yeah. that's funny. And then I was like, yeah, so I don't know. Wentz sometimes, and then Wentz immediately fumbles afterwards, and I was like, well, I don't know, man. That's Yeah, dude, they both, they're both bad on their bad days and good on their good days. Um, so we, we do, the, the Cowboys do get the ball in the Philly 16. Uh, Zeke goes for two yards. Zeke goes for six yards. And then Dak does a QB keeper around the corner. Eight-yard run, scores a touchdown. Um, that would be all she wrote. 37-10, um, to 10, uh, Cowboys come out very victorious. Um, they Biggest win against Philly since... I want to say 98? Yeah, I was in the 90s. I know that, so... So the the Dak Dak ends up twenty one of twenty seven for two thirty nine a TD and a pick. Uh, Elliott twenty two carries for one hundred and eleven rushing yards and a touchdown. Uh, and Cooper five catches for one hundred and six through the air. Uh, Big three the man. Cowboys. They had three sacks. They had four total turnovers, including an interception. Um, this was the definitely the most complete game the Cowboys have played all year. I think uh, for in all you know I don't want to use a, a tired Jason Garrett cliche, but they were good in all three phases of the game. Uh, 
They looked very, very good on defense, on offense, and in the kicking game. They looked special. So I was uh, very, very happy with this performance, Ben. It would be hard not to be. It'd be hard to ask for anything more, um, especially coming off three straight losses. You know, everybody was picking Philly. In fact, I almost thought we would win because everyone was picking Philly. We're just Jekyll and Hyde like that. And this team, the one thing you can say about Jason Garrett teams is they do seem to they do seem to rally when everybody's down on them for the most Very part. Very true. So, Very true. And even Rex Ryan said this in one of the, the pre-games. I was flipping back, you know, before the noon. You know, they have all those Sunday countdowns. And uh, they got to this Dallas-Philly game. And he's like, look, it's hard to lose four games in a row when you have Dallas's talent. And I was like, mm, yeah, that's a pretty good Not point. Not a bad point, honestly, yeah. Um, so the Cowboys do come out of it first place in the NFC East. They are four and three. They are undefeated in the division. Um, they have the bye week ahead of them to get healthy, which is good because coming into this week, both our offensive tackles, two of our wide receivers, uh, and our starting co- our best cornerback were all questionable. And then uh, starting linebacker and our best defensive end, uh, or at least our sack leader. Uh, all got nicked up. Uh, so we having a week off to kind of heal here, I think really, really good. And then we get to go up to MetLife to play the G-Men in two weeks. Yeah, big win heading into the bye. I do want to do a brief uh, a brief Reddit comments, Andy. I have a few oh, from Eagle fans, not Cowboy oh, fans. I, oh, I love this. Do tell. So um, after the game, nothing makes me happier than one of our division rivals losing and watching their fans melt down just – the way ours do. So I'm going to just read one. It's my favorite from Reddit user, Mr. Disco Ninja. And great, name. great name. And he goes, this game was absolutely pathetic. This team plays with zero passion. The play calling sucks ass. Our wide receivers drop easy passes that hit them right in the hands. And both of our coordinators need to go. We need a shit ton of help. If we even want to begin to consider a playoff run. Aguilar needs to go as well. And then the top Man, comment under that like was Philadelphia like, Andy. <laughs> it was so great. And the top comment under that was playoffs. <laughs> Dude, I saw a video of someone lighting a Carson Wentz jersey on fire and just saying, we need a real quarterback. I also just liked a few. One of the top ones was, I did not have fun watching this game. <laughs> and then my I'll, all-time I'll, favorite, I'll leave it at one. So when the top comment was just, Please fire someone. <laughs> Dude, I'll give it to Philly. Their fans are horrible about, but they are hilarious, and they will jock on themselves just as hard as they'll jock on anyone else. And for that, I give them my, I tip my hat to them. They are pretty good about that. Yeah. So you know, how this is a post game thread, which for people out there who aren't on Reddit, basically immediately after a game on a team subreddit, they'll, they'll post a, a post game thread where people can discuss. And one of the top comments, Andy, was also, "Well, this thread came about an hour and a half too late." <laughs> <laughs> that is excellent that uh, is excellent i love philly tears it is great it's awesome to see the entire division just collapsing around us i think we can probably make the playoffs at eight and eight at this rate which is excellent so yeah let's talk about because i have alluded to the schedules so i have mentioned philly i know their last five games they play us once the giants twice the r words and the dolphins Easily can go four and one in that stretch, even five and zero if they beat us. So that does scare me. But their immediately, their immediate schedule 
gets pretty dicey, and they could lose a bunch here, Andy. Their next game, they play the five and one Bills, and I know yep. the Bills aren't world beaters, but they've been hot. Five and one. Then they play the Bears, who he once could lose losable game. Then they play New England, a definite That's loss. And then they play the Seahawks. They could, could lose, lose that game. They could yeah. easily lose the next four. Yeah, and so, if they go into that, and if they go into that nice that nice stretch at the end at like four and seven, it won't really matter what they do. That's right. As long as we take care of enough business, but um, it is nice, man, because it does not get easy for Philly here on out. They're also the one win the Falcons have this year is against Philly. That's starting to look really bad against them. So, yeah, the Falcons are starting to look like a total dumpster fire, and at the time, everyone was like. Oh man! Like Two playoff team. I can't, believe, I can't believe the Falcons beat the Eagles. What a crazy win! Like, yeah. So that's uh, that's that is good to keep an eye on as we move through the season. Is just to keep an eye on Philly. That's probably the only team in the division we really need to worry about. Um, I'm not too worried that the Giants are going to come nipping at our heels. That the team in Washington is going to do anything. Um, they just lost Cardinals, bro. Like the Danny Dimes. Hey, don't don't, guy don't disrespect team. Cliff and Kyler, dog. They're on a mission. They're five and one against the spread, bro. They're five hundred this year. Very Cliff three three and one. But you know yeah. what? What's funny is the Cards Cardinals fans. I'm going to let you in on a secret. This first year, you're going to think that's awesome, but then you're going to realize that's the ceiling, and you're going to realize. That's what Cliff does. Like, man, he took this trash team and went eight and eight. And then five years from now, he'll be like, damn it, dude, he took this whole team of number one picks and went eight and eight. (laughs) Yeah, we're like, yeah, that's what he does. But he looks cool. (laughs) But but Kyler will have good numbers. Don't worry. Yeah. This is a man that went 500 with Patrick Mahomes in the Big 12. All right. Two balls in a row with Pat Mahomes, Kiki Cootie, and DeAndre Washington, who are all cashing NFL checks. So I watched I watched this man lose a game where Patrick Mahomes threw seven touchdowns. Yeah. With my own eyes. So be prepared. Um, but yeah, so we do have the week off. Um, we'll probably do a nice little uh, just a, a brief podcast next week, do a little Giants preview since they'll have played and we'll want to make sure we're up to date on all their stuff. Uh, well, I want to come prepared with my Danny Dimes hype for you. And some good Saquon Zeke stats show how, even though the numbers don't support it, how Saquon is better, Andy. Oh, good. Please bring bring that book off your shelf of <laughs> set of soft Quan Barkley stats about how, like, um, did you know that if you like uh, if you take away runs of five yards or less, he's actually like the best running back in history. Uh, did you know that if you take away if if score didn't matter, that Saquon would be like the best running back in the world? I saw someone post this, and uh, I think I told you to look at it on my Twitter, but somebody posted, like, Zeke's career carries in Saquon. And obviously Zeke has, like, 700 more career carries than Saquon. And they said 40-plus yards runs, and they both have nine. And the person was like, And then the top comment under that was, career games under 50 yards rushing, Saquon 4, Zeke 1, or Zeke 2. (laughs) So... Anyway, I just thought you'd like that. I do like that, Ben. I do. So, as always, folks, it's great to celebrate a good Cowboys victory. We love seeing the Eagles lose. Uh, 37-10, a great way to drub a rival. 
Um, and as always, folks, thank you so much for listening to Boys Will Be Boys. We're back for permanent this time. You will not have any more gaps this season. Sorry about the little mishap there. Um, but as always, follow us, like, and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or wherever you get your podcast news. Leave us a little review if you like or give us a shout on our Twitter or our Instagram Uh, We will be watching all the games coming up. And uh, like I said, be on the lookout for a little preview of the Giants game, a little injury update episode next week. Uh, As always, this is Andy Gatelli. Benjamin T. Walker. This has been Boys Will Be Boys. Take it easy. Peace.